Oh, hello there, motherfuckers. <laughs> What's good, y'all? We're back again. Ignorant intelligence. Glad to have y'all join me today. Got a couple of topics I want to discuss. It's the first day of spring, March 20th, 2018. And you think by this point we'd have some better weather, but no. It's been raining and snowing sideways every week. It's another snowstorm coming. Really tired of this. All right. Tired of this. And on a day where we find a beginning, another snowstorm. There's another school shooting happening. A guy fell off the train tracks in MTA. Died 23 years old. All these tragic things going on. And we're worried about what Pawn Stars the president is fucking Priorities, people, we got to get it together. Unfortunately, in recent news, Stephen Hawking and Craig Mack have passed away. Now, I'm all for saying rest in peace to people, but I don't like when a person is alive, you make fun of them the entire time. And then when they pass away, you want to act all politically correct and give your condolences that's fake like i'm i never forget i was in high school there was a kid and i was like a senior he was a freshman i never had any issues with him um i had a class with him i had a photography class and they it was like freshmen junior seniors all mixed up in that class no i wasn't one of those dumb kids that was getting left back all the time right it was a mixed class anyway whenever i saw him i would say what up you know what I mean? But then there were, he was a he was a, a dark-skinned individual, and he had big lips. And people consistently made fun of him for that. You know, and they made fun of him because he had nappy hair. They bullied the hell out of him. His life was so bad that he unfortunately decided to commit suicide while we were in high school. And here's the thing. When it happened, all of a sudden everyone wanted to sit around and tell stories, oh, he was mad, cool, and da 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 And I'm like, yo, where was that same energy when he was alive right in front of you? Like, y'all called him ugly, made fun of his big nose, his big lips, his nappy hair, called him black, called him tar, all these messed up things. But then as soon as he passes away, yo, that was the homie. I don't want to be around anybody that's like that. So anyway, y'all were making fun of Stephen Hawking his entire time. Yeah, I was saying this guy could discover black holes, but couldn't discover a way to walk. That's messed up. That is messed up. And the memes y'all are putting out of him after the guy passed away. Like, there's a meme of him going to heaven. And then when he gets to the level, <laughs> when he gets to heaven, there's a staircase leading up to the pearly gates. But he's in a wheelchair, so he can't get there. You know what I'm saying? Like. But then y'all want to turn around and say, oh, my God, Stephen Hawking. Yo, 90% of y'all failed science. Y'all don't know shit about astronomy anyway. So y'all don't know shit about the stars. Y'all don't understand galactic structures. Y'all don't understand black holes. Y'all don't give a damn about that. So miss me with all the Stephen Hawking quotes. All right? Now everybody's a Craig Mack fan. Yo, this is how you know people are fake Craig Mack fans. First off, he just put out an album in 2017. Now one of y'all went and downloaded it. I swear. Yo. I bet $100,000 anyone listening to this podcast 
did not download Craig Mack's album last year. And we're in an era where you can get music for free. You ain't even steal the album. Come on, man. Miss me with that. Be genuine. Be genuine. Y'all used to call Craig Mack the ugliest rapper of all time. Now everybody want to post Craig, Craig Mack quotes. And it was fake fans, too. Yo, I posted a lyric from his most popular song, and no one knew what the hell I was talking about. It wasn't the hook. It was like a... a the lyric was, want to grab my dick too lazy. Hold it for me. And I put that on Facebook, and everyone was just like, why is this guy talking about grabbing his dick? See, if you were... And these, and these were people who were talking about R.I.P. Craig Mack. If you knew any of his music, if you knew his number one song, his most famous song, you would know where it was from. You would know I was paying tribute. But y'all being fake fans and just want to get a couple likes for saying R.I.P. because someone who's quote-unquote famous passed away. Now everybody putting Stephen Hawking quotes. Now everybody talking about Craig Mack was a great rapper. Oh, he was Bad Boys first. Man, listen. Y'all... And the crazy thing is, Craig Mack dropped in, what, 94, his first album? I was six. I know people that are younger than me. I know damn well y'all weren't listening to Craig Mack. So miss me with it. A lot of y'all only know Biggie's first album because it's Biggie, and y'all went and took the time to go download it. A lot of y'all didn't even know who Craig Mack was. All right? Miss me with all of that. Especially you 90s people. Y'all got ADD anyway. (laughs) You know, I'm starting, I'm starting to think ADD isn't even real. I just think that we grew up, we're in an era now where everything is on demand. So this, the virtue of patience is no longer a necessity. Like, you don't have to watch commercials anymore. You can just DVR your favorite shows. Skip right through the commercials. Movies are on demand. Remember when you were a kid... And you have to watch BET or MTV all day long to see your favorite song play again. Or you'd have to listen to the radio to hear your favorite song play again. Now you can just go on YouTube, type the song in, listen as many times as you want. iTunes, Spotify, whichever. Play it all day long. There's no need for patience. Everything is just now, 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 now. Netflix, now. You don't even have to wait in line for movie tickets. You can just go right to your phone and want the tickets now. Bloop. So we're in a society where there's no need for patience. And people are like, oh, it's ADD, there's this, you can't sit still. I think a lot of people are just bored. Here's my thing. If you have ADHD, whatever, whatever acronym you have, right? They always say, oh, you can't sit still, you can't pay attention. Give a kid a video game that has ADD and watch how long he sits there. He magically has self-control. Give someone a cell phone, watch how long they sit there. You give someone a cell phone, yo, they will sit still. For like two hours and not even lift their head up. They're zoned in on that. It doesn't seem like an ADD thing to me. It just seems like people are interested in what they're interested in. And a lot of times they try to give you this diagnosis when you're in school. Listen, school to me is one of the most boring formats I've ever heard of. I never get someone said to me, hey, listen to this. We tell you what uniform to wear. We tell you when to eat. We give you permission to use the bathroom. We tell you when you can work out. We tell you when you can go home. Am I describing jail or am I describing school? It makes you wonder. 
the principal's like the warden. Teachers are the COs. <laughs> and we're just the convicts being sentenced to eight-hour stays inside of a facility that we don't want to be at. And a lot of schools have dress codes now. And you can't tell kids, oh, be an individual and then have a dress code. It's kind of conflicting. It contradicts itself. Like, I never understood the point of a dress code. You're just singling kids out. You you can't have kids talk about, oh, be be an independent thinker, have artistic freedom, but then you put them all in the same uncomfortable clothing. It's kind of a backwards thought process. Speaking of artistic freedom, shout out to H&M. <laughs> I was stealing motherfuckers artwork. I mean, are we really surprised that H&M is this grimy of a company? I mean, just what, a month or two ago, they were calling them black kids monkeys. Now you're shocked at them stealing graffiti work. It just seems like a grimy company I wouldn't want to associate with. And now they're in court saying that it's okay for us to steal your work. And I remember somebody, a very conservative thinking person was just like, whoa, why are graffiti artists complaining about their work being stolen? I mean, technically graffiti is illegal. It's like a drug dealer getting robbed and then the drug dealer going to the cops and saying, hey man, somebody stole my drugs. I mean, he's kind of right, but the principle is you can't just go around stealing artwork. Some of these graffiti murals are paid copywritten works. So going around just stealing their stuff is copyright infringement. I hope that the artists can get what they deserve and H&M can no longer take people's work but word to all artists copyright all of your stuff so you don't even have to be in the scenario alright I know it's hard to copyright illegal graffiti but whatever speaking of stealing a hot topic that everybody likes to it's like a, not even a topic I guess it's a topic it's also a phrase that everybody likes to throw throw around is culture vulture And unfortunately, my man Bruno Mars has been designated as a culture vulture, to which I totally disagree. Now, Bruno Mars, when he tried to break into this industry, he was called unmarketable, an ugly alien, a Mexican, all sorts of racial slurs by these top executives for labels. Uh, A lot of black people I know are saying his last album, he just stole the 80s, 90s, New Jack swing sound. Eh. But Bruno Mars has always had like a funk, disco, New Jack kind of sound to him. You know, and not for nothing, Bruno Mars, I'm sure he's inspired by guys like James Brown, inspired by guys like Michael Jackson, Hell, even Elvis or Prince. You know, I think Bruno's just like his own thing. I, I, I don't think he's out here being a culture vulture. To me, a culture vulture is somebody who never rocked with a group of people, but then went to those group of people only because they had a money opportunity. Like he came, his first hit single was on a hip hop song. 
when he came in the game with B.O.B. Now, is B.O.B. the most thugged out rapper? No. But is he a rapper? Yes. So automatically, Bruno Mars came into the gate in an urban sound. You know, B.O.B. was T.I.'s artist. So that's the genre Bruno Mars was introduced to the masses in, a rap song. So I don't, I don't, I don't consider him a culture vulture in any way. Like, do we consider Kanye West a culture vulture when he was exploring Daft Punk sounds and EDM sounds and stuff like that? No. Do we consider John Bryan, his producer on like late registration, who worked with mainly um, quote unquote white artists before that? Do we consider him a culture vulture? No. We just call them. Great artists. So I understand why we got to reach with Bruno Mars. And say, oh, he's a culture vulture. Oh, because this is the... Guys, you know, you don't have to try to be woke about everything. Like, sometimes it's okay to just enjoy the product. He put out a great album. Why are you guys hating? It's just hate at this point. It was a dope album. Bruno always... I've heard him pay tribute to great legendary black artists. So I listen, I don't even need to go on about that. But um, to me, the biggest form of culture vulturing is gentrification. I see both sides of it. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of not. Like I live in a very gentrified area now. So I've seen it go from like the shitter to, wow, we have a Starbucks now. <laughs> And to me, gentrification is kind of like when you have a girlfriend you don't treat good and the new guy shows up and takes her. Like, imagine you dogging your girlfriend out, you cheating on her, you don't buy her no flowers, you don't tell her you love her, you don't tell her she's pretty, you treat her like shit all the time, and then some cool brother just walk in, you know, complimenting her every day, treating her right. The next thing you know, he's donkey fucking your girl. <laughs> and then they go and get brunch. That's gentrification in a nutshell. When you don't take care of what you have, and then the value of everything drops so low that someone who doesn't have to put in as much effort could just swoop right in and build it into something great. And you can't be mad at it. You can't. Like, a lot of parts of Brooklyn, the property value was so low because there was so much crime infestation. Now, you could sit there and make the argument, oh, but it's a bigger plan. You know, if you notice all the crime was designated to the hood, this was a big marketing strategy by the Illuminati and the government. Whatever. Whatever. Okay? Everyone has a choice. You, you can always choose to not fuck up your own neighborhood. Like, for the life of me, for the life of me, every single project that I've been to, why does someone pee in a staircase? Like, is that is that discussed at a meeting? Like, is there, like, meetings in the project where they say, all right, well, this is the designated pisser? Like, why does that happen? Why are people pissing in a staircase? Why are you doing that? Why do people throw stuff out the window? You Instead of walking to the incinerator, you just throw your garbage out the window? There's an incinerator on every floor. How could you be that lazy? And that type of stuff lowers the value of your neighborhood. And then people with money can just come and buy it for cheap 
and then redo their neighborhoods however they want. So who should you really be mad at? The government and their devious plan or your neighbor who's fucking pissing in the staircase and throwing shit out the window? Think about it. But you know, I'm not mad at either. You know what I'm really mad about? What I'm really mad about? The fact that people really want us to believe the bullshit story of Helen Keller. I know, Brandon, you're going too far. But no, I got to say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Helen Keller was blind and deaf, okay? And then they they turn around and tell me that she gave speeches? Listen, there are people... (laughs) Yo, there are people who went to college who have a hard time standing up giving a speech. Okay? You mean to tell me a blind and deaf girl is giving lectures? What the fuck did that sound like? <laughs> like, you know, I'm not trying to make <laughs> I'm not trying to make fun of blind and deaf people. But guys, come on. Helen Keller ain't give no goddamn speeches. Okay? There are kids. And who are fresh out of high school, who have to take remedial English, and they have all five of their senses. And yet they want us to believe that Helen Keller gave speeches. And on top of that, on top of that, wrote 12 books. 12. Yo, I know English majors who can't write two books. But Helen Keller wrote 12. So this is the type of stuff in history that pisses me off. Helen Keller wrote 12 books. How? And then when you you see the stuff, they're like, oh yeah, Helen Keller, she made she hit her hands and made sounds, and then you knew what she wanted. Like she would hit her hands like five times, like uh, 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 uh. oh yeah, that means water. No, it fucking doesn't. Okay, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. She doesn't know what water looks like. What did she do? Like put her hand on the water and then clap five times, and then every time she did that, that meant water. Come on, guys. She wouldn't even be able to hear to ask you if that's what she wanted. Helen, is that what you want? She doesn't know. She, she can't even see who's talking to her. Like, this is what I mean about... See, this is why kids can't pay attention in school. Because they teach us bullshit like this. Okay, how many years did they teach us about Columbus? And everybody knows he didn't discover jack shit. All right? And then I never get... I got kicked out of class in fourth grade. I'll never forget it. The first time they told me about Helen Keller. And I accidentally said out loud... Yo, this is bullshit. They threw me out of class. All right, it it sounds like bullshit. A blind and deaf girl wrote 12 books. And then, this is how Wikipedia really thinks. Yeah, I made the mistake of going to her Wikipedia page, all right? Just to really look her up and see what was what. They have the nerve to post a picture of her signature. Y'all can go on Wikipedia right now, type in Helen Keller. They have a picture of this woman's signature. Clearly legible. It's very legible. Neatly written. How the hell 
does Helen Keller have a neatly written signature? I know people who can see, hear, everything and have sloppy handwriting. Her shit is neat. Come on, man. Come on. There's grown adults who have terrible handwriting. You mean to tell me this blind bat <laughs> is out here writing signatures, giving speeches and writing books? That makes me question everything about school, about history, about what's actually bullshit. The way Helen Keller wrote no damn 12 books. I know professors who have PhDs who've only written four. She wrote 12. <sighs> Piss me off. <laughs> and, and listen, yo... All jokes aside, people, if you know a blind or a deaf person, I'm not trying to make fun of them. I'm just trying to point out how stupid society thinks we are. Okay? If y'all don't believe me, y'all can y'all can go on Wikipedia and look up Helen Keller. And you'll read the page and you'll be like, wow, this is... And then they have Helen Keller quotes. Helen Keller quotes. How? One of her quotes is, life is either a great adventure or nothing. How the fuck did she say that? How? How does she even know those words? Who taught her those words? Where did she hear that at? Man. (laughs) I'm probably going to hell for saying this, but yo, it should be going to hell for giving us this bullshit story. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yo, they got a bunch of quotes on her. Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Come on. Yo, I know people with all five senses who can't read, and they're adults. All right? And you mean to tell me this person has all these quotes and books? Listen, I was like I said before, I was born that night, not last night. Y'all got to come better than that. Yeah, I got to come better than that, man. Sharing no damn 12 books. Helen fucking Keller. That just drained me. <laughs> I'm ending on a positive note, guys. Um, since we're in the spirit of quotes, I have a quote for you. And hopefully you all understand this. The only thing genetics affect in your life is your height. Everything else can be changed. Stay black, y'all.